0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Athletics Life Stories with your host, Chris Broadbent. That's
1: to me, it was when I was, I probably was at the pinnacle of my, my career. But the slope went really quick. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen that race. When people show me, I can't watch it and I'm still angry. Across the
2: board, men's and women's, it's probably the best shape it's ever been in. Welcome to Athletics Life Stories with Chris Broadbent. Today I'm joined by former Commonwealth champion and European and world indoor medalist Rob Denmark. He is the last non African athlete to win a Commonwealth gold over the men's 5,000 metres or 10,000 metres. A fierce competitor. He's now a respected coach of athletes who are following his spike marks onto international podiums. Rob, it's good to see you. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, good, good. So you're an Essex boy, aren't you, through and through? Uh, yes, unfortunately,
1: yes. I've lived up here for um, in, in Leicester now for eight 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 and a half years, but I spent a long time in Essex treading the, the roads and the pavements down there um yeah I moved up here in uh 2014 when I started working for British Athletics
2: okay okay so you were a we were you a, a talented sports person at school uh, I, I was average
1: um, yeah yeah I, I, I wouldn't say I was uh exceptional but I was I was persistent I was, I was someone who stuck at it and had aspirations to to be better than I probably was, <laughs> and um, I I, I I that drive and that ambition to uh, want to be uh, a, a, a good athlete. I, I was inspired by what was going on in the eighties in, in in middle distance running in, in Britain. It, it it just it just kind of um really like hooked me, and uh that's where I wanted to be. That's what I wanted to where I wanted to go. And even if I wasn't going to get there. I I I I really enjoyed trying and attempting to be uh, the best athlete that I could. So I think when I was was younger, I think it was good grounding, good breeding um, to for, for persistence and for driving and commitment and understanding that you know it doesn't always go your way as an athlete. So I got used to losing an awful lot, an awful lot. I had um in my county. Just in my county, I had a, a an athlete called David Gerard who was was exceptional, like 800 meter runner. I think he held like the world best for, for 800 when he was was 15. So I was just used to chasing him down all the time. But for me, that was that was really good learning and experiencing to experiences to actually kind of move on and keep trying and and ne- and ne- never ever give up. Most people would would give up, and I was. Pretty determined, pretty gritty, and I think that was um, that kind of set me in good stead for my later years.
2: Yeah, and, and your, your dad was coaching you, wasn't it? This time, um, there were there club coaches who were coaching me until
1: I was about sixteen, and then my yeah. dad, my dad started coaching us um, around the time I won the English Schools. Well, the first time I did English Schools, I won it, and my, my dad was was coaching me then. He was um, he was an avid reader, uh, researcher of what was going on in the eighties um reading like books from peter co um you know, kind of um really investigating what david Moorcroft's uh, training training was like um we had really good examples of of what people were were, were doing at that time and <clears throat> as coaches we all copy <laughs> that's, that's what we do yeah. and, and that's, that's what he did we we, we also had a, a you know a, a great um system in the b m c then of understanding training and and, and the diff the, the the different layers of of training and intensities, and that's kind of integrate that into your your program. And yeah, that that that's that's what we that's what we use then, and I'm still using it today. my um, it's it's not um it's not rocket science, um and yeah, but my my dad was a, a big advocate of that 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 five um that that five um pace multi tier multi uh training, and uh, it, it 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 just worked for me but we had you know we had so many good role models then um and yeah you know, I was thinking about this before I come on to this this podcast I was quite lucky that I had um just within my local environment two very good athletes as well in someone like, like Matt Yates who was we were the same school year mm-hmm. and we were training at the same club so there was always that that competition um be- be- between us but obviously watching and learning from each other and we also had aamer martin in in our club as well who right. was doing doing very good things around that time uh, went on to break the british record for 10k i think it was 1988. Yeah, we had those those people who were who, you know had good processes good behaviors were kind of go going places in, in in athletics so i had it there on my doorstep so okay. just to be the best in your club, you had to like be the best in the the country at the very least, yeah. which yeah. was really helpful, but quite frustrating at times. <laughs> and
2: was uh, was your family into athletics and sport? Was it was it part of? The, have you got any, any relatives who were into it? My, my my father was he 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 played rugby. He
1: he was he was a very good eight hundred meter runner for eight eighty okay. yards. I think he ran one fifty six when he was fifteen. So that was, that was pretty good, you know, mm. back in, back in the day. Um, but, um, the, I think he stopped doing athletics when he was a, when he left, when he left school and he had to go to work. Um, but yeah, my, my, my dad was a, was a good sportsman. My, my brother ran as well, um, to, to a county level. So we were all pretty sports mad. Um, but I think ultimately we, we, me and my brother wanted to, um, be a footballer and he supported Man U and I
2: supported Liverpool. So there's always fights about that. All right. I hope you're not still fighting, are you?
1: Well no, because <laughs> Liverpool won seven 0 the other day. So <laughs> there's
2: no competition there, is there? <laughs> oh good no. Oh good. So what was the what was the breakthrough for you then in terms of your, your running?
1: Well, I, I think that you know you, along your kind of you know, your athletic pathway there there's if you are successful, there 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 are many breakthroughs. I think the first one that I had was when I won English Schools in uh, 1985. Um, I'd never been to an English Schools before, and I went there and um, <laughs> I won that, which was a little bit of a surprise. Was that 1500 uh, meters? Was it that was 1500 meters? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was I was fundamentally a 1500 mm. meter then. Mm. Um, but little did I know that my father was beginning to put down the groundwork for me to be like a 5k runner. Um, and, that, and as I became, <clears throat> as I went into the junior uh, age group, I was doing a few more 3ks that the training was beginning to increase aerobically, the aspect of it. And, um, yeah, he, that, he, he was preparing that, but it's, it, it's a long-term development pathway <laughs> running, running yeah. 5k. And I didn't do uh, my first 5k until I think I was 21. Um, but yes, yeah, so, so I'd say the, the, the 1500 at the uh, English schools was the first breakthrough. The second one was probably, um, my junior years were pretty fallow. There wasn't much happening. Mm. I, was, I was kind of struggling to, uh, run much quicker than I was when I was, um, like an under 17. Um, it, it, it just wasn't coming as naturally as, as you, you would have hoped, but I think that's good. And that's good looking back in it. I think that's, yeah. uh, hindsight, that, 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 that was a good thing. Um but i at the end of my junior years i won the um it was in the three a 's uh three thousand meters championships national championships and that was kind of a little bit of an insight to to where I was going um with my career and where where my abilities ultimately lie and then I went to university and there was a three more pretty you know kind of mediocre average not much happening years. But I, um, in the last year I was at university, um, my father suggested that I kind of go over and start training at Jarrow, um, Jarrow and Hepburn. Um, and there was, the, there was this whole kind of, um, host of amazing athletes there, um, like David Sharp, Steve Cram, um, Mickey McLeod um and oh, you went
2: up to the north the northeast
1: you went to yeah yes yeah, so I, I, I found yeah. I to i went north in the northeast and, and, and i was up there uh studying for a sports studies degree and um it, i just saw what that next level looked like yeah but what was what was really interesting was that, that I, I i i realized that i could actually train at that level as well um with with, with that that group and it just gave me the confidence to then and move on and, and, and progress. And it was, it was, um, it was absolutely no coincidence that, 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 in that final year, I had a really good, um, indoor season. And I won the national indoors, um, and I think I won like a GB USA match. Um, and that was when, it, that was a real platform for me to then go on and, um, become, um, more confident and aware of what I could actually do over, over 5k, but just on the international c- scene as well. Yeah. Yeah. I still stuck at
2: 1,500 until I was 22. Yeah, uh, you were still still doing a lot of mile races, weren't you, around 89, turn of to the, to the 90s. I mean, when I say mile, I didn't mean the mile. You were a lot of yes. mile races, you were to taking part in. Barton. Um, yeah, well, well, was it still an important thing to break that four minute mile back then?
1: Oh, massive, Abs- absolutely yeah. huge. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll never forget when, when, when I did it because it, it was it was such a it was such a bar. It it, it wasn't something that that just was, was coming naturally to some very talented athletes. In so mm. yeah, we wanted to do that, but we were quite lucky that um, there was um, the, the miles and miles were being put on. Um, it, it, I, I look at that and, uh, for my development and and kind of racing acumen that that was that was fantastic because the the organizers actually put on races then which but people like myself who were still coming through um were were developing but not quite there yet were able to run against people like steve cram um and and peter elliott um and uh steve steve crab i think i ran against john walker once um gary staines all, all these people who were, you know, like, like superstars, and I was able to be operating and functioning in that same environment, and just beginning to get a little bit better all, all the time because I was I was running, running against them. And I think it was a great mix um, and coming together of different type of athletes, like international, you know, superstars, international athletes, and national athletes, yeah. and for me, that, that's where I really grew. Um, once again, into stature and running against, running against them guys. Um, and just every now and then beating a really good athlete, being given that opportunity was just, you just, you're just slowly going up, up the ladder. And it was great that it was actually in this country as well. We didn't have to travel.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: um, so yeah, I I was literally learning on the doorstep of how to run in these, these races against just amazing, amazing athletes. Did you get, I I, I guess you grew up like,
2: Looking up to the like the Coes, the Crams, the vets, and the rest. And and did you actually get to race them? And did you actually get to beat some of them? I mean, they're, they're coming towards the end of their career, but um, it must have been a bit weird to get the start line with some of these guys. It, it, it was. It was. It was strange. You know, you, you you're watching them as a like 15 year old, um, not a
1: 15, uh, the 1984 Olympics. Anyway, I was I was yeah. still at school, watch watching them, and then a couple of years later, you you're on the same start line as them. But I think that that was fantastic as yeah. as, as part of your your, growth and, and blossoming as, as an athlete to be put, put against them to see how you cope. And yeah, I, I cope fairly well. Um, sometimes you get absolutely annihilated and other times you, you, you could see that you, there was a chance of actually getting near them and actually then beating them once or twice, or they were at the end of their careers and I was never that good at 15, nowhere near compared to what, what they, they, they were. But it, it was, it was, it was a fantastic experience and I, and I really appreciated that, that, that opportunity to, run against them, them, them guys but um yeah I, I think i might have beaten steve over it once um i don't think i ever beat Coe, um and i beat steve cram once but right at the end of his career but um uh, yeah and, and and for me that was just wow you know that was uh something that yeah, you 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 never forget because you you put them up there on on on, on a pedal stall, um but they they were phenomenal athletes and i think we were we were so lucky to have that that time because the bar was then set there and you had to work out how to get there, or somewhere near it, because yeah. otherwise you just weren't even going to get anywhere near teams. And that's yeah. the, the ultimate, you know, one of the, one of the ultimate goals.
2: Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So I guess your first major moment was winning a medal at the uh, World Indoors in '91 in Seville. Um, yeah. What do you What do you remember about that? Oh, it was it was exciting.
1: <clears throat> Once again, it was a little bit unexpected. I I, I was beginning things were beginning to progress at. I'd say pretty exponential uh, uh, rate, um, I'd, I'd left university. I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. I, kn- I knew that I didn't want to go out and uh, get a nine to five job. But being a full time athlete was going to be, be be very difficult. So I was kind of in this weird kind of place in, in, in limbo. <clears throat> but I, I know that the training was going exceptionally well um and i just took a punt and i i was i was working in a, a sports shop which would enable me to do my, my continuum the training that i felt that like i had to do um but i never in my you know wildest dreams thought at that stage i was going to win a medal and break the British record at the 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 world indoors um but things were just beginning to click it was all them years of, of putting in the hard work being patient, making certain I was working on all them components at you know at an appropriate rate, and it all just just came together in one. You know, in, in, in for me, it was one, it was a great night, and um, <clears throat> to break the the, the the British record at the same time was 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 great. And I say my father was there, my uncle was there. It was yeah. a it was it was it was a, it was a great 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 day. Um, yeah, but that that kind of then made me realise that yeah, I, I do now need to move up to to five k. That's where.
0: A woohooer, a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW for prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah,
2: yeah. And the next, uh, the next well, <coughs> then you are on the world stage, aren't you? You went to the Tokyo World Champs, the Olympics. The world in Stuttgart as well. You were top tens, weren't you? Um, w- yeah. Were you pleased with these, or were you starting to get a bit more ambitious now?
1: I was getting a lot more ambitious. Um,
2: yeah.
1: Because what was happening? Because of everything was was coming together, and all them components yeah. were working, all them ingredients were working so well in in training and in certain races. I, 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 I had you know real aspirations to do well at the. At the um, at those championships. So, so 91, I, I went to Tokyo. I knew that was going to be learning. That was going to be a learning experience. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was, it, uh, I'd never traveled that far to race, let alone run in such a, um, a difficult climate, a humid, humid climate, which yeah. was uh, quite prohibitive to, you know, a, a, a top level aerobic performances. And then, and then went to, but then I went to, went to Barcelona and, um, I ran 1310. That, that season, and I thought I had an outside chance of a medal. I, I, I really did. It, it was really beginning to, uh, you know, just, just happen for me, but it didn't on that day. It didn't, I, I didn't deal with the conditions. I don't think I dealt with the pressure. I didn't really read the race as well as I should. I was only 23. Yeah. Um, but you know, looking back and I'm giving myself, a, I was giving myself a really hard time, but it, um, I, I wasn't satisfied. I, I, I wasn't happy. They gapped me they gaps me and there's people yeah you lost
2: touch a bit didn't you yeah
1: yeah people i was competing against earlier in the year and and running with and they they ran away from me so you're not going to be happy with that you're not you're not you're happy there um so so 1993 went to stuttgart um i was in really good shape there but it was it was the beginning of the african revolution where they were, they were running, they were running like 13 minutes of fun in championships and they, they basically fart licked that race in Stuttgart. They were, they were jogging the, they were jogging the bends and, and sprinting the, uh, the, the straights for whatever reason they wanted to get, I can't remember what they were trying to get rid of, um, it probably was Gabriel Selassie. Um, but that, they, it, it was, it was excruciating running in that. And I, I finished that, finished that race and collapsed. Um, I was, I was in a bit of a mess um and it just made made me realize that okay i've, I've got to this level I've, I've i've trained so hard to get to this level you know i, I think then i was probably even though i hadn't run it I, I, I was in about 1305 shape but i it was nowhere near what these guys these, these these guys could do so i had to make the conscious effort i i i had to train harder <laughs> which was probably old yeah. you know looking back on it probably a a, 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 bit, a big mistake um, but yeah, that 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 year, I think I won my first well, current diamond league, I think they're called grand prix then. Um, yeah, I was I was I was running well. I won the Euro- I won the European Team Championships against some very good athletes. So it, it was really really beginning to um, click in. But
2: at the at that, that global stage, I was falling short. Right. Um, okay. Okay. Did you need a certain? I mean, you you had a bit of a kick, didn't you, on you? You were quite a good kicker, weren't you? Did you need a yeah. certain sort of race here? <clears throat> yeah, which is ironic because in fifteen hundreds
1: I didn't really have that kick, yeah. but when I was in three k's, five k's, it was yeah, it, it was quite effective. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean, obviously it was. I, I just had that little bit more capacity in the in the five k, and the three k, to, to to bring that out. Obviously, it was a fast switch thing. Then I had them there, and they. They they weren't as um, burdened as as they were in in the, the 1500 and yeah I could bring it out to you know to to, to great effect and um, yeah I won many races because because of that um, I was yeah I, I was I was pretty shifty the last the last, yeah. uh, last last hundred meters um, but that wasn't enough that wasn't enough that was only one part of it mm-hmm. um, and I think I said at the time it's it's all well it's and good having a kick when you uh, but if you're 100 meters behind it's it's no good is it
2: yeah yeah, true, true. So ninety but ninety four was a good one, wasn't it, for you two you European silver first, then you went went on to win the Commonwealth. So European that's like the European silver first. Um well, yeah. I did that race on YouTube actually I did watch that. Um you pretty good it was you were again against Baumberg, the Olympic champion, so it was no insignificant standard of race, was it? Um but you could have won that, couldn't you, if you got it a bit,
1: uh, got it right? Yeah, I mean, I, I messed that race up. I, I, I totally messed it up. Um, my fault. Um, I, I, I looking back on that, maybe I, I you know, I, I should have won it. Um, Dieter was coming off a, uh, an injury. Um, he, he hadn't ran in 1993. I think he was, he was just coming back into the, uh, the, the, the fray in in '94. He wasn't in the best of shape, but he was a very clever racer and, and and you know it was a better 5k runner than me as well um so and <clears throat> and i think it showed in in that race because he just got the jump on me um i think it was about 400 to go and I, I was i was totally boxed um i put myself in that box you know no one else put me in there um lots of things were happening but i should have had the foresight to see that was going to happen that's going to happen and i didn't <clears throat> you know sometimes tactically i was i was pretty poor and um that was a case of losing the gold medal because of it because i was catching him coming down the home straight yeah literally had to do so many surges so many different moves to get out of an awful position that the race had gone at uh, 200 to go and you you didn't give an athlete like him that amount of um that amount of uh, distance and uh you know gap on you coming in even to, into 300 to go you you actually be you had to be on him um yeah and he won and i and i didn't and i i i was I was really, really annoyed with myself because I knew that I was in, in really good shape. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I messed it up and I can't blame anyone else apart from myself. Uh, okay. It wasn't, it wasn't great. And I don't, I, I, I've only seen that race when people shown me. I can't watch it because I'm still angry. Really? Yeah. <laughs> still angry about it because it was, it was my, I, didn't deliver, and I should have done. And that, yeah, that it still it still works me, and who it takes me to, to to this day. But hey, I've I, 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 I kind of made up for it later on in 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 the uh, in in the year. Yeah, I know to calm me down. Then that's us let talk about the Commonwealth Games, and that was um,
2: you got that one right, didn't you? Yeah, but only just. Yeah. It was. Um,
1: I I don't know what was going on in my head certainly these races, um, but I, I I would all of a sudden just let people run around me get a gap on me i would put myself in difficult situations that i I had to get out of and 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 with with 200 to go i think i had to squeeze past i could see there was things going on um in front of john brown i had to literally squeeze past john brown i can't remember i kind of had to run sideways past him in the inside lane yeah. And, uh, I, I think luckily there wasn't VAR then, because I think I might have been, there might have been, in the field. but I kind of, kind of managed to kind of get, get round him, so I don't know what I was doing, but I managed to get past him, and, and luckily I was able to then, um, call upon, you know, that, that kick that I had, and, uh, yeah, just, just, just get in a good position, and, and, and then go, um, yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was like one of the things you'll you'll, you'll never forget. Um, I I never thought that I would ever win a, uh, a major championships, and um, and I did, and I was uh, I was extremely
2: <laughs> pleased afterwards. It was yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. What's it like standing up the podium then? Um, I remember, like. I remember trying. To, I was I was I was pretty nervous, and I was
1: nervous and excited at the same time. Trying to catch my breath and and but trying trying to keep calm um and yeah it's 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 a it's a great moment it's it's something that that once again you 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 don't forget you you, you live for and uh it's, it's just so nice to then just be on the podium and just realize what 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 you've achieved in in some small way um yeah and um yeah it don't happen often and you make like you make most of it because you don't but <laughs> podium is is uh is a very difficult thing to achieve
2: yeah yeah what was your training at the time
1: how were your training was it Locally, yeah, I was just trying Training train of uh, the Basel Athletic Club. Mm. That's, yeah. that's what I was doing. Um, my, my father say was, was coaching us. I uh, I would go away altitude um, once a year, that's that's, that's, all, that's all we would do. Uh, so we would spend uh, the month of March going into April in, in Albuquerque. Um, there, there 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 was a there was a lot of concentration that year going into kind of just really top end really high intensity v o two work um just just building them, them them components that aspect um and obviously I, I knew that year that you had to you had to rely on being able to kick off a very fast pace i felt very fast couple of last couple of laps so the training was very much geared towards that because obviously, as I said, um, we had someone like Dieter Bauman had to compete against him, and I knew that he would be quick. He was one of the quickest athletes, well, probably the quickest athlete at the end of a end of a race in in, in the world. And, and I knew the 5K would be in the Commonwealth would be quick as well. So, kind we of a lot of practicing that that element as well. So, yeah, that that's that's where that's kind of the basis of what I was doing in in 1994.
2: Uh, and what about the next few years? Then? Because you missed out on the next Olympics, didn't you? Was was it was injury an issue? Yeah, it it was a big issue. Yeah, <clears throat> um,
1: and so so what what happened there? If I just go back to nineteen ninety three, I realised that the, the world had moved on. Um, for, for for whatever reason, all of a sudden, people people were running like thirteen minutes and under for fun, and. Um, I knew how hard that was and my current level of of training, I, I felt that I was I wasn't going to, to run that at that, that time. So I pushed it in every single area. Um the mileage, um the, the, the aerobic capacity sessions, the intensity that I was doing, everything. Everything increased. Um and that but that was a big mistake. Um because because ultimately I obviously didn't have the constitution to to deal with that and uh, i started breaking so uh, initially i got some really good response from it so in 1995 because i was i was very confident from winning the commonwealth games you know you you you, you, you kind of feel okay right i i, I can do this you know I've, I've got the ability to kind of gun a, a gun for them them top three and at, at the world level it was it was going exceptionally well uh I think I came out and I've got the fastest time in the world. I know world leads early season aren't aren't really you know that 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 important but I still got to it. I, I beat like a silver medalist um from the previous Olympics feature by Um I I beat Paul Turga as well in the road race in in the five K, yeah. Wow. So it was it, it was it was get it, it, Yeah, it was it was a good one. It was a good one. I was pleased with that. But what was happening was I was slowly slowly overloading myself but not even slowly I was overloading myself too much cracks began to appear um and by the time I got to the world championships that year in in, uh, in Gothenburg I was kind of being touted as you know one of the medalists but I knew I was I was tired I'd I'd overtrained and I was showing signs of Fatigue and and, and overtraining then them, them, them symptoms which obviously we know a lot more about now um, and yeah I was just a shadow of a former self but that that kind of switched very quickly like like June June of um uh 1995 I was I was flying the, the things I was doing in training were 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 just just ridiculous by the time I got to July and August I was struggling to get anywhere near that it was only a, a percent or so down but yeah it was just the manner in which I was i was kind of functioning and operating at and um yeah it it just it it, it didn't it didn't feel right but it, so in in 96 then the injury started as well uh, my, my my Achilles was was um really really playing up um i qualified for the olympics but ultimately couldn't go um because i just i could barely run i was limping everywhere so i made that 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 um <sighs> Maybe exaggerate that horrific um, decision not to go to the Olympics, even though I was in the team, um, because I knew it was it was just not going to happen. I knew, I knew. Um, yeah, I didn't enjoy that. <laughs> I didn't yeah, enjoy it was that. An, that. An uh, it, it, it was the right thing to do because I, I didn't want to go there and just be a journeyman and um, perform and, and 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 get knocked out because I knew that was that was going to happen. But I I, I was injured as well.
2: Okay. Walk, walk, let alone run. Okay, and the next couple of years, you do actually try to you, you get you get back to the world championships, don't you? But you're only getting to the heats now. Is that still the injury problems there, or? Yeah, well, ninety-seven, I had to have an operation on
1: my um, <clears throat> my, my, my Achilles tendon. Um, the sheath around it had been was totally inflamed, um, and um, I also uh, had a bone spur, <clears throat> so uh, on, on my ankle. So I don't know what you can do about that, to be honest. Maybe you know, the the bone spur was was a little bit unlucky. Uh, I think there was a lot of overtraining injuries, uh, overuse injuries as well in in, in that, that 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 lower limb. So it was, it was a big operation. Um, so I had I had that in ninety um, seven, but complications kind of arose from that whilst trying to run again, trying to get back to some level, um, which I was struggling at. But um, I I got a stress fracture in my ankle as well <laughs> and uh, got horrendous scar tissue in that cavity between the ankle and the Achilles so I had another operation in 1998 um <clears throat> and I was lucky that I had um Neil Black who was uh, overseeing that then and um he managed to get me back to uh, a fairly decent level in 1999 and uh, I've got a lot to thank Neil for for that I thought he did, because I was told that I'll I probably never run again because of the extent of the, of the injury. I would run, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to run to a, to a level that I previously had, um, nowhere near. And, uh, yeah, Neil, Neil's rehab program and the, the way he, he structured the, 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 uh, bro- broke the, the rehab program down and then put me back together slowly, slowly, slowly meant that I, I had a, a, a back end of, uh, of, of a career that, uh, you know, I was, I was pretty proud of. But not not the same, not 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 same athlete as I was before. But I was getting
0: older. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Yeah, yeah. You did you tend to you tend to focus on 10,000 meters weren't you for the latter end of your career? You did get to Sydney, didn't you though? I got to Sydney. I I wasn't yeah. I wasn't a 10,000 meter
1: runner. I I I didn't I didn't have the temperament um I, I I I I was unable to settle in a ten k. Um, I didn't enjoy it. I found it quite boring as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I put up that which is strange because I think I won more national championships over ten k than I did over five k. Yeah. But they were they were they were different affairs in terms of the way they were ran. They, they enable me. I kind of. I was, I, it was. They they were set up. They were slow, so I was able to bring out them 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 five k, three k, fifteen hundred abilities at the end of ten k. <clears basis. throat> Instead of it kind of be a bit more of an attrition. As soon as they became an attrition, um, and you kind of really kind of explore your your, your aerobic uh, strengths. I, oh yeah, I, I I struggled. I struggled um uh, but they they, i i did use them to good effect to supplement the 5ks um especially in my my younger day um Mm. but when i actually really did begin to work at 10k uh, to wanting to um that make that my main event i think it it was just too late that with the injuries my my mindset just my just my my ability i I was beginning to wane a bit um and yeah my, my temperament probably wasn't as good to actually
2: approach that race it's 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 quite unique race yeah yeah you you wrapped up the commonwealth games in 2002 at manchester that was that was the last time you really competed at that level um did you did you you know you were finishing at at that level at that time or
1: yeah uh, yeah it was definitely going to happen um it was a, went through quite a, a traumatic event, um, that, 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 year when my, my father died in uh, January of, of that year. So, uh, I, and he, he, he was my coach and I just, just felt that, well, I, I was coming towards the end of what, what I, I felt was naturally my time in, in, in the sport anyway, but I didn't really want to do it when, when he wasn't there. So, so I just basically, um, yeah, got, got to the Commonwealth Games. I was very pleased and proud of yeah that fact that i i did that got managed mm. to do that achieve that because still getting in the team is, is is something to you know be 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 happy about and I think I actually won the ten k trials again that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but uh yeah i I think I got lapped in that race, which is a and i thought yeah definitely that's that's the time to call it a day um my time is done um in fact i i i <clears throat> <laughs> it was a, it was a, a sad way to end because I, I got lapped, but as the lapped runner came in to finish the race, A cameraman stepped out onto the track. <laughs> I remember this, <laughs> and I and I ran into him. Well, no, no, I didn't run into it. He he was on the track. He 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 kind of knocked me, um, and um, yeah, uh, yeah. And then I went down did the, uh, the, the 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 last lap. And then I got quite angry and I kind of made a beeline for the, uh, the He was running away on the, um, on the infield and it was, uh, Glenn Stewart, he was a good lad, Glenn. He, he actually had to stop me and pull me back from going to kind of give the cameraman a bit of a, a bit of a mouthful at the very least. Um, I'm glad he did that, but, uh, it was, uh, yeah, in, in the moment I was, I was quite, um, heightened after what happened. It was a bit of a sad way to say to finish, but it, it, it was the right thing to do. I, I had yeah. to. I had to, I had to finish. I was 33. Um, I was, I was being held together by sticky plasters and, uh, yeah, my, my, my head, my head, my head had, my head had gone. But, you know, I look, I look back on it and now uh, I, I was, I was pleased with my career. I don't think I had any, I don't have I've had very few kind of re- regrets. I, I just feel when I, in my mid to late twenties, I wish that I'd had more control on my training. I wish that I hadn't had responded so kind of uh, aggressively to the need to train so much harder to keep up mm-hmm. with these athletes who all of a sudden were running like twelve thirty eight um because um I was trying to do things that my body weren't wasn't allowing me to do. Um maybe I should have been more patient, like I was at my, my younger career and yeah. um the, that, done done that, that gradually. Um but but I didn't and, um, it was, uh, it, it, it turned out the way it did, uh, but you can only, you only know what you know at the time.
2: Yeah. 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 R- around that time, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you, you felt that like this, but it just seemed to be a general, um, almost sense of resignation in, in British endurance running around <laughs> the inability to beat the Kenyans or the Ethiopians. Um, does that, did you feel that as an athlete at all or is that just the, no,
1: no, 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 no not at all. Um, because, that I was beating them. Um, there was, there were times where I, I was beating them and I, I I was working out how to, to beat them. Um, it wasn't easy and it didn't happen every time. Um, but they, they just seemed to be this point where all of a sudden they were running that much quicker. Um, and I, I still, still believed that I, 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 I was capable and there were, there were times when you would, you would do it, but it became so much more challenging and, and a lot tougher um yeah and i got hurt ultimately doing that quite bad, bad badly badly hurt um and maybe nowadays we'd we know a lot more about how to gradually bring in the you know their, 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 their margins without trying to jump to them straight away and that's what i was doing and we, we didn't we didn't have s and c there was nothing, nothing supportive about what we were doing you just ran faster so it, it, looking back on it now you were kind of you were you were running into this disaster by by j- just doing that unsupported. Um, so yeah, that, that that's that's what happened. <clears throat> now I I I I never feel okay. Oh, you know, it was it was such a bad time. We we, we couldn't beat them. Why am I doing this? No, I was I always believed that there was there was a way of of beating them. And i was always trying trying to do it and it, it was it was so much uh sweeter when 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 you 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 did beat them um you know and, I, and, I, and in my career I, I, I was quite lucky and fortunate to beat some very good athletes from from, from yeah. africa um but it did it got to that point where it, it became impossible you know the the the, the, the Gabriel and the, the the daniel comans when they started running twelve thirty eight you're thinking okay well, what 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 do you, what do, you do now <laughs> um but he was always always trying to well i was always trying to find a way um but you know they were they were they were performing so much better and um they that, that's where they were and it was almost <laughs> yeah it it was it was impossible it was you yeah, back that, it that was impossible to run twelve thirty eight. yeah
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it just seems to it's good. that You see a lot of athletes, at the moment, modern day athletes, who do you see a lot of hope in that, in like guys like Sam Atkins and Charlie Hicks and the rest are. Yeah, you know, we still, we still got some very competitive athletes, haven't we? In these distances, Mark Strong yeah. you know, yeah, in really. the middle distance as well. You know, it's fantastic. It's so healthy. It's so healthy. Mm. It's, it's, it's great to see, and I, I, I'm seeing that
1: that that what what we've got is 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 a, is a big a big group of athletes with mm. no fear. Um, they, 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 they don't, they're not putting limits on what they can, they can do. They're going out there. Um, they, they, they're they're very brave (laughs) and they they go probably beyond where the, they they think the limits are, going beyond it. And they are beginning to be rewarded. So it's, it's, it's great to see. Um, across the board, men's and women's, it's, uh, it's probably the best shape it's ever been in. Yeah.
2: At the moment. Yeah. Before we move on from your career, can you pick out a race that you, you, we might, might not have mentioned that you think you really got it right, where you really nailed it on the day? Okay. Uh, might not be a championship, might just be a day where you thought oh, I really nailed that one today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. it's this a weird one? Because people always i I ask this quite a lot, and people automatically think, oh, he's going to say the Commonwealth Games. Well, no, because I, I feel that there was lots of things that that happened in that. race. I did a lot of good things in that race, but a lot of mm. lot stupid things as well. But but luckily, I was I I, I found escape routes. I think the fully there was I go back to that period in 1995 when I increased so many yeah. elements of my training and I was initially getting some really good good responses um <clears throat> the one way I beat Paul, Paul Turgat uh, on on the road because you know he was, he was a legend and um yeah. I knew I knew I was going to beat him <laughs> I just knew the way I was running the way I was feeling the way everything was clicking i was connecting to to the, the you know the, the the beat of the race it, it, it just i i knew I was I, I was I was going to beat him and then in a couple of weeks later i ran in uh nuremberg which was a big big race then and um i, I won that race and i think i i did my last 800 in the 5k in 154 and i was I, I was jogging i was jogging and and it, it was then when you know you just, you know, you've kind of, you, you're, you're just above the clouds and you're just, up, everything <laughs> is so, so easy. And, yeah. and that's where, that's to me, it was when I was, I probably was at the pinnacle of my, 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 my career. But the slope went really quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It went really quick down. Up. Um, but yeah, that, that, that to me, that's when I felt at my best. That was when I felt, I actually felt invincible. And it was only for a very, very short period of time. And there's years and years of work before that, that kind yeah. of, uh, got, got, got me to that, that point. Um, yeah, but I, I, I really thought that no, no one, no one's going to beat me. It was, it was, the, the mindset was there as well. No one's going to beat me. That's why it's so disappointing when only a couple of months later yeah. you're struggling to even get round a 5k let alone qualify for world title, uh, sort of qualify for a world um, final uh, and you're so far removed from uh, getting on the podium, that's where that was very disappointing.
2: Yeah, yeah. So what did you do after you retired then? Were, you, were your sports development straight away?
1: No, no. I, I had three years of trying to work out what I wanted to do in my life. Um because of events with with what happened to my father as well, I hadn't really prepared for for re- retirement. Um, but I wanted a little bit of time, a little bit of space because you know retiring, losing your father, um, retiring for sport, your your identity is kind of all of a sudden you kind know, of questioning who you are. Um, I, I I just um, I did a little bit of landscape gardening. I I just wanted to just relax. I just wanted to chill out. And just decide what I was going to do next with my life. And to be honest, I didn't have a clue. Didn't have a clue. Um, um, which, which I'm ashamed to say because she's always, she's always prepared for retirement. Um, but I was so kind of heavily involved in, in, in that and what I was doing. It, it just, yeah, it, then, then it happened. Um, but that, 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 that was fine. Sometimes you need that time in your life to be, um, go have that headspace and, before we, before we move on, and then in 2005, I thought I just saw a few jobs being advertised on the from British Athletics around um, talent development, and I kind of um, I read the job description. And I thought, ah, oh, I think I can do that. I think that's something that I kind of I recognise, you know, the, the things that need to be in place, um, the environment that athletes need. Uh, to encourage them to to move on to the next next level their the supportive mechanisms and uh so i went, went for the interview anyway and uh yeah got got, got the job so that's when I, I started getting more into that that side of things
2: okay that was a talent idea and then you've got you've gone on to coaching now haven't you did you ever yeah. see yourself as a coach Pardon? did you ever see yourself as being a coach oh no we're near no no i never thought i'd <laughs> be a coach i
1: i, I um <laughs> i was always told that i would probably too selfish um uh, to, to, to be a coach and these people were right because a, as an athlete i was extremely kind of kind of um focused and uh driven and um n- nothing else really ma- mattered to me and it's the absolute opposite to what you need to be in being yeah a, a I, ho-
2: some, well, sorry, I was watching some i sorry i was watching some interviews with you actually some old youtube ones and he, there was an intensity about you yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I was too uptight and, uh, too kind
1: of, kind of driven and <laughs> <laughs> focused and needs to chill out a bit more to be honest. <laughs> but, um, mm. I think my, my older self is, is, is a lot better. I'm sure people won't agree with that, but yeah, I, I'm, compared to what I was like when I was, I was younger, uh, yeah, yeah, they, 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 are with a different perspective on, 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 on everything. <clears> and that involves, involves, um, athletics and how you kind of engender, uh, performance. So. Mm. Yeah, it's it's extremely different from being a yeah you know, fairly good athlete to a uh, a fairly good coach. It's 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 a, it's a it's a it's a different
2: way of looking at the world and how you how you achieve. Hmm. So tell tell us about some of the athletes you you're involved with now. You're obviously involved with Melissa Courtney Bryant, who's, yes, uh,
1: Melissa well. uh, Amy Eloise, um, and also coach uh, an athlete called uh, Jessica Spilsbury. She was um. English, uh, under 20, 15 underweight champion, um, last year, been coaching Sam Stabler for a while now. And, uh, yes, yeah, Sam, Sam's doing, doing okay. So that, that's, they're the four people, um, mm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm coaching, um, at, at the moment, um, in the past, uh, coached, uh, like, Jeff Judd. I, uh, actually coach, coach guy, guy Learmonth, um, a few af- uh, foreign athletes as well kind of just broaden the horizons and, and work work with them because sometimes you know we, we we can be very narrow-minded not 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 brits but you as a coach can be very yeah. i think it would was, be was good to kind of open that up a little bit and look at different practices and way things I, like I,
2: I didn't i didn't know that and what, which, which overseas athletes were you involved with uh
1: so i was I coached a coach to uh an athlete called madeline uh heiner stroke hills and um she did she, she did very well she was a very talented athlete and really enjoyed coaching her for a few years she came she was a olympic finalist so it was, that was that was good uh maureen costa co- coached her um unfortunately she she had to go back to holland because of covid um but that 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 was uh that, that was uh going well. um and um coached an athlete called julia viola who was an italian athlete who got into the european indoor uh, final a few years ago around third, 15 28 um so yeah but that, that was really good kind of coaching them and, and just seeing bigger wider world yeah uh yeah it it, it gave me a, a different kind of slant on, on on things and uh yeah it helped me learn and develop and think become a better
2: coach as well yes good uh, and what's possible for the likes of the athletes you have now what melissa court i mean she's quite a late developer really isn't she melissa uh, yeah, I
1: think she's, I think she, she was speaking on another podcast, uh, a few weeks ago about how for years and years and years, um, she, she, I think she ran like a personal best over 1500 when she was 15. I didn't get that again until she was like 19. So there, there, there's things that she, yeah, she's, she's just a late developer. There's just some people that, that way inclined. Yeah. Her, whether it's their environment, whether it's just, just them, just the, the way they, they kind of, um, respond to training etc but yeah but she she didn't really come onto the scene until she was like 23 24. um but it's all those things you learn
2: when it isn't done so well
1: that then what you take into you know the the the, the next part of your career are are, are invaluable and just because you're not not winning or not quite achieving your goals as, as a junior ultimately if you're if you're learning from them then processes and, the, and, the, and they then underpin what you need to be doing later on then 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 great um it's all about transitions <laughs> it's about yeah. further, just getting, getting getting through them and um, putting in good coping mechanisms and uh yeah as a junior if you can deal with all that and take that into the transition as being a senior then i think that's probably even better than winning Everything easily as a as a junior, and then struggling to deal with the demands and challenges of 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 you know the 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 the, the, the greater environment, the the more difficult environment of, of, of being a senior.
2: So, so yeah, you say, you say you think it's healthy to go, have a bit of a, almost a, some hard times as a junior, yeah, to to harden your for you senior career, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is survival the fittest. Um, I think that yeah. you know. Junior's need to be supported
1: uh, i think it, it is something that you know there there to be a framework there to you know that that they, they they don't they don't they don't fall too far um but they, they, that is, it's, it's how you deal with adversity with loss um with things not coming as as easy as, as they as they were before because it certainly isn't easy at the top it's, it's you know so it's it's learning to fight learning to put you know, learning to do things that are, are sometimes a bit more difficult than you that you want them to be um, so yeah, I think it's it, it, it's it's important that, that that juniors are protected, but also they are they're exposed to all those practices and those 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 slight adversities that that that, that, that harden you for um, later on in life.
2: How much how much are your are your athletes inspired by? How much they draw for success or feed off the success of you know Laura Muir, Keely Hodgkinson, Ailish McCoggan? I mean we've got a great, great long models now haven't we, in the country that are achieving things yeah i think think, they're setting the bar really high um
1: Mm. i think um like like laura has has, as i think especially has has been an inspiration because she's 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 been at this for so long and been so successful but to begin with she wasn't winning medals yeah (laughs) but she's still she's still persisting she's still knocking on the door she's still there getting into finals um taking away from you know, the, the, maybe the issues that she had in that, things that didn't quite go right, and then take that forward and then become that better, better athlete. Um And then she has actually been competing with the the best in the world, and 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 winning fantastic uh, medals. And, and yeah, so that that's what you want. That's what you need. It, it, you want that in in your on your own doorstep in your own country. Because that, that bar is there and you all have to work towards that. And that's what Laura's done. Laura's, has set that bar. But not only just in performance, but in professionalism and attitude and just, just, just the way she, she, she is. And I I think she, she is, she is inspirational. And I know that, you know, all the athletes that I, I coach really, really look up to her. But she's very approachable. She's, um, she's very human. And, um, that's, I think that's, um, that, that that's great. And she's great for female distance running. Okay.
2: What do you, what do you know now as a as a coach that wish you knew as an athlete?
1: Um just chill out. Just don't don't, don't <laughs> and recognize the importance of recovery. Recovery is you, you you cannot keep going and going and going. Your 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 system will eventually break, but you also you're you're preventing the adaptation. As an athlete, I just had no idea and I didn't even want to recognize that. I didn't want to recover. I just wanted to keep going and going and going. And if I, if I did a, if I did a session and it was at a certain level and achieved a certain average time, next time all I wanted to do was get better and I want to get better. Um, and that, that kind of that drive is, is really what you need in an athlete, but that has to be controlled and I could not control that. I just was always looking forward, always trying to get better, always trying to do more. As a coach, I still want athletes to kind of think about how they will get better. But the the pathway and that that, that road has to be managed, more controlled and not as kind of intense and and, and just just, just one way. Because as I said, adaptation in the end is totally compromised. Um, So hopefully... As a coach, I'm putting that forward to my athletes and um, they will optimise their careers and hopefully don't get the the issues that I had when I should have really been at the top of my game.
2: Yeah, yeah. The other thing I want to ask you about is, you know, we're, you're a different generation to your athletes as well and it was the... How do you bridge that generation gap with... Um, I see a lot of modern athletes and they're on Instagram and they're posting pictures of themselves and training and looking beautiful and, and muscular and gorgeous um does that seem a bit alien to you or does that, how do you deal with that oh, I don't, do find I don't, it funny? that's that world that's the
1: world that that the, this generation working you know they've um they they've got to take pictures of everything and you know and, and there are there are reasons they've got to do it you know because because it it's good the sponsorship you know self-promotion it's just it's, it's, it's just a different world whereas we just had one two mediums we had newspapers and we had a uh, tv uh possibly radio now there's just a multitude of, of 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 ways of putting yourself out there, and these people have to earn money. So these athletes have to earn money. So to to be honest, you can't you know you can't kind of um, resent them doing this. I think the f- things are very to me. It's, it, it, it's very um, open and public. And to be honest, I'm, I'm not that way. I <laughs> I'm quite a private person. Um, yeah, I, I yeah I, I want to keep things to myself. <laughs> but it's it's just it's just a different world we we live in um but yeah it does it does it's funny when they they take pictures of what they're eating and you know all, all these these different things it kind of goes over my head
2: a little bit but that's <laughs> that's the way it is <laughs> absolutely great stuff great well, th- thanks rob before we go how do you reflect upon your career then um it was okay
1: it was it, there were there some really there's some really good high points um i i i do have no regrets um uh i i enjoyed it. it it was it was a it was a great 12 probably 12 years of my my my, my life and um you know I, I wish that i had maybe got a global medal outdoors that's something i think that i was, I was very close to um but it didn't happen but hey no, I, i'm not going to lose any sleep over it it's um I still, I still, I still won three medals, and I was very proud of that. And you know, the 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 team around me, and and you know, the the, the enjoyment it gave us. So yeah, that, that's probably how I'd uh, kind of reflect and sum up my
0: my career. <laughs> good, good. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for listening to Athletic Life Stories with Chris Broadbent. Please tell your friends and leave a review wherever you get your podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.